Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so what is the thing you want this holiday season when it comes to gifts that is totally frivolous and pointless, but you really, really, really want it? Like you don't need it, but you want it. 651-641-1071. We're talking about, you know, the frivolous things on your gift list. Is it an air fryer? Is it an Instant Pot? Although I would argue that is an essential home appliance. We can talk about details in just a moment, but... 651-641-1071. You know, the reason that we are uh, talking about this is because somebody's holiday 2018 gift list was announced. You know who? Who? It's my favorite, favorite, favorite of all time. Oprah! Oprah did her most favorite things list this year, 2018. It was published today. It's out. 107 things on her list this year she's got a lot of favorite things that kind of disqualifies the word favorite by definition yeah. right can we just talk about okay so let's get the the bitchy part out of the way <laughs> can we just talk about how this is just a scam at this point like oprah sits in a room and gail comes in and goes do you like this one or this one and she goes i like that one do you like this one or this one? i like that one okay these are your favorite things yay yay let's put it's them all online like with 20 percent discount See, this is the problem i have with oprah and goop and all all these other things like in the first few times it's it's a great thing because there's some heart there's some feelings, some personality, some actual Oprah dust mm-hmm. in these items. This year, she's just checking boxes on a list. Now, Bradley, to your point about Oprah checking off uh, boxes on a list, she basically admits as such in the foreword for this year's favorite things on o, on o Magazine's website. She's like, yeah, you know what? When it first started, it was really exciting, and then it became a thing. Now I got to work with people, go into a room, and basically check the boxes off a list, and it's not fun anymore. But then I remember what it feels like to give, and that's the fun part for Oprah. It doesn't matter what, how much it costs. It's all about the giving. Well, speaking of the giving, uh, we're talking about the thing you want this holiday season that's totally frivolous, but, you know, you still want it anyway. Mm -hmm. Sarah's on the line. Sarah, what do you want? So there's this really, really fancy, like, herb grower, like, that you can just have on your kitchen counter that's got, like, the really special, like, UV lighting. And I should just be a normal Minnesotan and not have fresh herbs in the winter, but I want them. Oh. Is it an arrow garden? I think so. Yeah, it's something like that. And it's like the one I was looking at was like $200 and I was no one's going to buy me this, but I really want it. Well, um I think if it's the one Holly's looking at, it's on Amazon for like 159, so I feel oh. like, you know, it, hey. you could even grow butter lettuce and tomatoes on it. There's somebody in your life that is going to buy you this for ho- the holidays. Yep, no, I if anyone else, I will I will be Santa this year. Merry Christmas to me. 
Exactly. Well, not only that, but it looks like it tells you like when you need to add water and you could like start your seeds early if you grow stuff outdoors. Oh, that sounds fantastically frivolous. Yeah. You need I love it. That. Okay, I Sarah. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank thanks, you. Sarah. Yeah. yeah. Look, you don't have to you don't have to go far. We're gonna tell if you want something bad enough, we'll we'll give you a reason to to give it. That's okay? right. So for you, Holly, I mean I know you have tons of frivolous things that are pointless. Probably some like um, I don't know, you know, like sandalwood tchotchkes or something that you can put in your sock drawer that'll give you some good chakras. What are you doing? My frivolous thing, Bradley. Hey, what's your frivolous thing? That I really want, and I've wanted this for years, and it's never happened. Really? I'm, yeah. I want a Vitamix blender. Oh. I want a Vitamix blender. Girl, have we not talked about this? You don't need the Vitamix anymore. Yeah, but I want the Vitamix. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, you told me. What did I want that was frivolous that I yeah, really want true. that I don't but need But I'm telling all. you, if the thing that's ke- what's kept you from getting the Vitamix. Because it's really, really expensive okay. and nobody loves me that much. So I'm going to get you the cheapy version that's just as good. And by the way, it's Instant Pot, so you can actually make soup in the dumb thing. You're going to die. It's $99. It's the Ace Blender. Colleen and I have been talking about it for months. It's <laughs> It was $99 on Walmart.com. You can uh, shove, like, let's say you like an, I know you, you like a nice coconut butternut squash soup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You pour all the ingredients in the thing, press a button, walk away. That thing will blend and make soup. Hot. Hot soup. Oh, my gosh. You'll come back ready with soup. All right. Your Vitamix ain't going to do that. Well, then I'm ready to go. Well, how about you, Bradley? Well, there are two things that I want. Uh, The first thing is an air fryer, but I want um, like a really, really there's a new air fryer because you might say, well, didn't Colleen already buy you an air fryer? Yes. But yeah. Now they Isn't have this, it sitting like, in the office right now? No, I brought it home. Oh, okay. Um, but the, there's this new thing that like rotates. It's really cool. But then I also watched this whole thing on um, carbon steel pans. And now I want a set of carbon steel pans because I've heard that they, in addition to cast iron, are like the best. And they're actually pretty cheap comp- comparatively speaking. Anyway, that's what I want. Brooke <laughs> is on the phone. Let's go to Brooke because nobody cares what I want. Brooke, what is the total? Totally frivolous thing that's on your gift list this year. Um, I would love a Roomba vacuum. Ooh. Now, what's kept you from getting one thus far? Um, we have hardwood floors, so there's no real need for a vacuum. Yeah, but, but I think you can use that on hardwood. Yeah, don't your floors get dusty? They do, they do, but you can sweep them, so I mean... Yeah, but I mean, duh. What's the like? Right. Who wants to sweep when you can let a little machine do it for you? Yeah, right. and I could be like, oh yeah, Robbie's at home vacuuming for me. Exactly, mm-hmm. my my uh, personal uh, vacuum assistant. Yeah, yes, Brooke. I think you need to do this. Can you put it on your gift list this year? Will somebody buy it for you? Um, it already is, and uh, my oh, fingers are crossed. My mother-in-law is going to buy it for me. Okay, good. Fantastic. Fingers crossed. Uh, let us know. Okay. All right. If you guys are just joining us on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're talking about frivolous things, mostly because of Oprah's favorite things are finally out. And, um, you know, we love to poke fun at Oprah most days. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the Arrow Garden. Can we go back to this? We got an email. Yes. yes. Sarah sent us an email. You know, our first caller said she wanted an Arrow Garden where you grow the herbs or start your seeds in inside. It's basically like a little grow lampy thing. She said, hi, I just heard you guys talking about this. This is not frivolous at all. I have two of them. They are amazing. I highly recommend that everyone has at least one. The great thing is the light. It's all automatic. So if it's dark and dreary out, it helps the plants stay healthy. Oh, 
Oh my gosh. One I love Sarah? my talkers because you always give us the good reasons to buy the things that Jamie will tell me are totally frivolous that I don't need. Yeah, but I feel like he would tell you that most things are frivolous. One year, one of my, my frivolous purchase was um, the uh, fermentation jar. Um, so there are special fermentation jars that you can buy and they allow you to do the fermentation thing, but it's got like all of the things built into the jar so that it allows some air to escape and it's really fancy and it's cute. Um, and French. Oh, yes. And did you get that? I got it. I yeah. got it. And I love it. I oh. haven't used it this year yet. Well, but. I'm going to put up Oprah's favorite thing list for 2018. I'm going to tweet this out at Holly D. Roberts. And some of these things, I mean, it's all frivolous, Bradley, let's be honest, because Oprah's favorite thing list is always frivolous. She's like the human incarnation of the sharper image. She really is. That is <laughs> a every, very astute point. She's like every, the sky yeah. mall of... Of holiday gift guides. Yeah. So it's really fun uh, to look through all of this and imagine all the things that uh, are frivolous and are going to collect dust in the back of your closet. A lot of it is really crappy looking though. Like really, do you really want these dumb plush slippers? Like you can't just Google plush slippers anyway. I don't want to poke too much fun at Oprah. And I do want to get to Michelle because she has kindly called in. Michelle, what's the frivolous thing on your gift list this year? Well, it's like an Instapot, but it's also a steamer and an air fryer. You know, I just heard, is this called the foodie? I think so. I think, yeah, tell me more. I've already got a steamer and I've already got an Instapot, but I do not have an air fryer. So I saw this and I thought I could get rid of two appliances. Okay, so now I got the details. Is it the Ninja Foodie? Does that sound familiar? Yes. Bradley, yeah. we just watched a commercial we for this just, yesterday. Thank you, Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. Um, so we just watched a uh, commercial for the Ninja Foodie. It's Foodie with an I, F-O-O-D-I, tender crisp pressure cooker. So it's basically an instant pot that also crisp things up, which is genius. And I'm kind of mad at Ninja because here's the thing. Why? The one drawback on the instant pot is that it doesn't do crispy. Mm. So this does crispy i want to know when people get this what they think of this and then i will decide whether or not i need to put it on my list (laughs) another kitchen appliance for bradley surprise (sighs) we'll probably have a lot more of these conversations as we get close to the holidays because i need to know what other frivolous things to put on my list Mm -hmm. at least not frivolous to me frankly frivolous to you know jamie mostly yeah um hey so um we have to talk about the spice girls when we come back right yeah of course we do we got details on how much the Spice Girls are getting paid for this new little reunion that we're doing. And I have a blind item related to the Spice Girls reunion. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Some tasty Spice Girls gossip. Extra crispy. When we come back right here on My Talk 107.1. Holly Roberts has the secret to the Spice Girls success. And it's not paprika. It's not paprika. Uh, but we find we will find out what it is in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1. I'm Bradley Trainer. Hi, it's Wednesday. I hope you're wearing clothes. Maybe. I mean, unless you're inside and alone. Maybe, Otherwise, well, it's weird. You're or taking it, a shower. It could be your job. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Holly Roberts, you know, the Spice Girls, we learned finally, will be going on tour. At least... They're going to six places in the UK, and there's only four of them, not five. Yeah, but it was an announcement nonetheless. We've been getting teases of the Spice Girl reunion for what seems to be years at this point. And earlier this week, the Spice Girls formally announced that they're going on a brief UK tour, Bradley. Again, they're going... I mean, I wouldn't even call six stops a tour, but whatever, fine. It, yeah, that's okay. It's just yeah. an appearance. Money well, grab. Me, yeah, it's a money grab. Total 
money grab, Bradley. And you're right to think so. Now, sources are telling TMZ that the four Spice Girls that are hitting the road, everyone is joining the band except for Victoria Beckham. She's not. They are getting about $550,000 a piece for each of their six shows in the UK. That's about $3.2 million each. Not really bad for six appearances, though. But here's the thing, Bradley. They can make even more money. If their shows sell well enough to spur a second leg of the tour outside of the UK, then they could make an additional $6.5 million each. That's a lot. That is a lot of money. And that means they could come here. That means that they could come here. Now, I totally get why the Spice Girls are just doing those six dates in the UK. They're seeing whether or not people actually have interest in seeing the Spice Girls live again. Noting that the Spice Girls were not really famed for their live performances. You know. You know, but I mean, as compared to any other performer, <coughs> Britney Spears, uh, who is not known for the best live performances. I mean, there's no reason to believe that the audiences aren't going to still eat it up. That's totally true. Valid point. Valid point. I mean, I would go like if there was I, I'm not flying to to another place, maybe Chicago. Um, but, I, you know, I would that's a concert I would certainly go to. And I imagine there are a lot of people who nostal- have that nostalgia feeling for the Spice Girls, although how many is is the question, right? Enough to fill a stadium? Who knows? Yeah, exactly. Well, people are nervous just about that, Bradley. TMZ is reporting that people are nervous in the Spice Girls camp that because Victoria Beckham is not joining them on tour, that these shows aren't going to sell out. And as a result of these shows selling out, not selling out, excuse me, that could jeopardize a second leg of the tour, which could uh, jeopardize everyone making more money. Now, interesting. Hmm. And it's all because of Victoria Beckham, her not showing up yeah she oh spice girls quiet down over here um there i was just looking at a video of them and we have not talked about the fact that they look great do they not oh they look utterly fantastic it's like time has stopped they How look old are super they? great they're probably in the early late 30s early 40s they're not old at all because oh when God. they became famous, They're they like were in their early 20s. Age, right? Yeah, you're a Spice Girl, Bradley. I'm basically a Spice Girl. You're basically a Spice I'm Girl. celery seed. Yeah, you Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> okay, but, you know, and Victoria Beckham, her not joining the band has caused, uh, in this reunion, has caused a lot of strife. Now, TMZ reporting that if it was all five members of the band doing this reunion, if they had remained the original quintet and gone out on tour, they could have made, each of the Spice Girls could have made as much as $13 million each if Victoria Beckham had joined the band. Now, this is interesting because I I hypothesized the other day that the reason that Mel B was trolling Victoria Beckham last week on the red carpet of Heidi Klum's Halloween birthday party or Halloween bash was that they weren't getting as much money as a quartet as they would have with Victoria Beckham involved. So she was basically trolling Victoria. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Beckham being like, hey, we're not making as much money and because you're not involved. Fault. And yeah. it's basically all her fault. No, Yeah, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Oh, I was going to go ahead and say, Bradley, that there's a interesting blind item that was published this okay, afternoon. Okay, tell me more. Tell me more. All right, here's the blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Fill in the blank, Bradley. This foreign-born permanent A-list celebrity could actually use the money she would have made to prop up her failing other business, but got too greedy. She wanted double what everyone else is making because she thought she was the most famous and needed, and now she will get nothing. Victoria Beckham. Victoria Beckham. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. Okay, so she really was just pulling a Suzanne Summers. Oh, of course. Yeah. Totally pulling a Suzanne Summers. And now she gets nothing. And now she has no money to put into her fashion business, which apparently is failing and it's not really doing that well. And then her relationship with David Beckham is not really doing that well either. And she's in some well, kind of rehab in, in Germany. Spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, can we just talk about two just to follow up? Uh, they were basically all born on or about the same time I was. Mel B and I were born in the same year, a couple in 74. One in, Jerry was in 72. Also, if you look at the Spice Girls Wikipedia page, only four of them are listed. Ooh. Victoria Beckham's ah. not listed. Look at that. No, if you, it says dirt. members. Mel B, Emma, Bunton, Melanie C, and Jerry Hallowell. Bradley, we need you to be Past members, Victoria Beckham. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. We need you to join the Spice Girls, Bradley. Um, I don't think they want me, but it does make me... It, 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 I'm now sort of like... I guess I didn't realize they were all on or about the same age, so... Mm-hmm. Just makes me rethink what my life could have been, you guys. I mean, you could have been and in the how band. good I don't look as compared to these ladies. They look fabulous for their age. They don't look like they're, you know, once you hit forty, things start slowing down, <laughs> metabolism wise, sagging a little bit. Yeah, you get a little paunch. <laughs> I mean, it happens, you guys. Well, here's they the, they're they do not have this problem. They have doctors, Bradley, and they have millions of dollars. Do they though? They could. I mean, Mel B. Oh, yeah. She's kind of going she's a little bit. She's got troubles. Yeah, she does. But looking forward to the Spice Girls reuniting next summer in England. Six shows making about $3.5 million each, which is not too bad, you know? No, I, I'm excited for them. I can't wait to see because I do think that, like, you know, you do see, uh, you know, let's say boy bands from a certain generation making very successful comebacks. Um, it would be nice for them to do the same, right? Girl power. Girl power. Yeah. Spice up your life. Okay, when we come back, Lord and Lady D-Bag. Who's on our list today? We'll find out when we return. Right here on My Talk 1071. Who earned the title Lord and Lady D-Bag today? Well, we're going to tell you in just a moment. But first, I want to remind you that you are listening to the best damn three hours of radio on the radio here on My Talk 1071. Of course, the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts and Sonny today. Colleen will be back tomorrow. Ladies, thank you. You're doing the Lord's work. Now, speaking of, let us move on to the title of Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Holly, who is your lord and or lady D-bag today? Bradley, I've got a holiday crowning for you. Uh, okay. That would be of retailer Target. Oh, 
Miller Lite. Oh no, what did they do? They have created ugly Christmas sweaters for purchase at their stores. Okay, what do you mean? Ugly Christmas sweaters. Exactly what I mean. So Target is selling ugly Christmas sweaters just in time for the holiday season. Now you might ask yourself, well, that's pretty obvious. It's the the holiday season. Ugly Christmas sweaters. (laughs) They're so hilarious. But Bradley, here's the deal with ugly Christmas sweaters. An ugly Christmas sweater sweater cannot be purchased. It must be earned. This is like a philosophical thing. Yeah, so it's a philosophical D-bag, Bradley. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is that Target is making deliberate ugly sweaters. Oh, it's so funny. You're going to show up to your holiday party at your white elephant gift uh, Halloween, or not Halloween party, Christmas party, and you're going to be wearing your sweater with Santa posing with a cat with lasers in the background like he was taking his school picture in 1992. How hilarious. Yeah, I would say the term ugly is like not... Because to me, ugly sweater is like ugly. Yeah. These aren't ugly. They're just tacky, maybe. Yeah. Tacky Christmas sweaters. Joke sweaters. It's but not they're like, true. Ha ha, get it? Because they're tacky. Yeah. Like forced tack, I think is your your concern, maybe? Y- yes. And, and I think that we've talked about this on the show before where you can't force uh, kitsch. You can't force... Uh, deliberate tackiness. Like, it doesn't really work that way. Yeah. The way that ugly sweater parties work is that you go to the thrift shop and you scour through the sweaters. You find something that was made in 1984 that was supposed to be deliberately festive and wonderful, but it's so ugly that you have to wonder why this was made in the first place. And then it makes you sad because then you realize that there was a committee of people responsible for the sweater. I digress. But then you wear that sweater to the party and it's cool and your friends are like, where did you get that ugly sweater? Blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it we used to just go to Ragstock and find some like old nasty 80s sweater. That's what I'm saying, Bradley. Yeah. So you can't force this. Yeah. Stop making forced fun, Target. Yeah. How dare you? Forced and- fun. And also, these aren't cheap. They're about $35, $40. And okay, the- <laughs> that's just dumb. Yeah. And the one that's selling on the Miller Lite website is almost $70. What? $70 for a dumb, ugly sweater? Yeah, they're claiming well, that doing it's it wrong. limited edition. Oh, of course. So don't wait means, to get yours. It just means we're going to charge you more for making less. I mean, that's brilliant, whoever came up with that idea. Yeah, so you uh, can't force ugly sweaters. Um. Okay, <laughs> so Target, do better. Well, what? I mean, look, they got to get on the ugly sweater bandwagon somehow. And it's not like they're going to offer actual ugly sweaters. But that's what they should do. Yeah. I mean. I'm not a retail genius or anything. Yeah, that's there's a reason we're working noon to three here. There sure is. Okay. <laughs> many, many, many reasons. Well, um, no, but I totally feel your pain. I mm-hmm. think, you know, if you walked into a ugly sweater party with a per it's it's like when you go to a potluck and you bring a bag of Doritos or like a a, a tin of or um like a a plastic container full of those sugar cookies. Like you didn't make those. This is all about making stuff oh, right when you like go to the cookie lock, exchange you br- exactly mm-hmm. like going to the cookie exchange with a thing of oreos although that's was, not how that works i was told that it's okay to bring no. store-bought cookies to a cookie exchange oh is it the cookie explosion that <laughs> yeah. our social media director hannah yes is currently on a, a tear about yeah I well didn't. that is doing it wrong and i have opinions about <laughs> it i am not going to know cook 
I am not going to bake cookies so that you can serve me some Oreos. But I didn't want to accept the invitation to the cookie explosion. Taking a little tangent here. Also, can we just talk about the fact that it's called a cookie explosion? I'm like, girl, you need to market that different because nobody wants to go to anything with the, that involves food with the words explosion attached. <laughs> Like, come to the chili explosion. Oh, just no. you wait. <laughs> come to our potluck explosion. No, I already don't trust shared food. <laughs> but, Bradley, that's the point that I was trying to make with the cookie explosion. I don't want to bake cookies. I'm not good at it. So I was yeah, just so going to... so don't go. Yeah, but that... I go buy some cookies. Eat them alone. Let me tell you, holiday party peer pressure at the office is a real thing. Oh, you need to deny. You need to avoid and deny because she was trying to sell that cookie explosion to everybody the other day. And I was like, no, because I because just exactly for the reason you said, I am not going to work. I'm not going to break my back making some, you know, Christmas hoodly do's chocolate covered hoodly do's for Christmas. And then you're going to show up with a bunch of chips ahoy no <laughs> the struggle is real and bradley it's only the beginning of the holiday season it's true oh, all so right just, do you got a d-bag today I just broke my chair i kind of want to talk about the cookie explosion you want to talk okay let's talk about but the cookie we're explosion not going to, oh, right. nobody cares. okay that's i great. think i just broke this chair fyi well that's fantastic no Okay, anyway, uh, if <laughs> you're just your joining D-bag? us, uh, if you're joining us here on the Colleen and Bradley show, as Holly just referenced, we are talking about D bags and from ugly Christmas sweaters. <sighs> there are a few D bags, but I'm going to name the D bag radar online mm. because mm. of the following headline. Give it to me. Angry Megan Kelly reaching out to disgraced Matt Lauer about co hosting a new show. <laughs> Can you imagine? So the story is that Megan oh. Kelly is allegedly collaborating with hot mess sex, sexual assaulter Matt Lauer. Stop it. Listen to this. This is an exclusive scoop. Megan Kelly feels betrayed by NBC, so she's reaching out to one of the Peacock Network's greatest villains to discuss a comeback team up. Oh. Whoa, tell oh. me more. Rob Shooter, who revealed on his latest episode of the straight shooter podcast said, quote, who is this Rob shooter guy? We got to find out what he's all about because he says, quote, Megan is already talking with Matt Lauer about, about the future and doing a new morning show together. Excuse me. What network wants the, the wants Megan Kelly and Matt Lauer doing a a show together? Like who can we offend today? (laughs) Santa Claus is white. And then you got the guy, over in the corner who's like hey Megan let me show you how to install a super villain button underneath your desk so you can lock the door Um, apparently (laughs) apparently as as part of both Matt's and Megan's exit agreement they signed confidentiality agreements and time limited non-competes blah 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 but once the agreed time is up both would love to return to TV and doing it together would be huge oh stop it that is ridiculous that is the liest of the lies. Yeah, a couple of things about the liest of the lies article on Radar Online. Now, the Hollywood reporter that was saying last week that Megan Kelly didn't actually sign a non-disclosure agreement, and that was one of the sticky points in her exit negotiation with NBC, which is yet to be completed. Also, remember... There have been blind items on our favorite blind item website, crazydaysandnights.net, saying that, indeed, Matt Lauer might be lurking around 
NBC and other places in New York City looking to make his television comeback. But, uh, you know, okay, I don't deny that he's sniffing around, but who in the right mind is going to let that? Like, who is the, the CEO or the... Who's the executive over at NBC that's like, mm, yeah, you know, I, I think everybody was maybe a little premature on this whole Matt Lauer thing. Remember when he bent that lady over a desk and locked the door? I think maybe we misjudged him. Bradley, all I'm saying is that is not happening. 2018 weird things have yeah. happened. Also, straight shooter, naughty but nice. Rob Shooter brings to life his number one celebrity gossip column in his own naughty but nice way. That's his podcast spiel. It's apparently he's a guy from Radar Online. Mm. So I take it with a slice of skepticism, skepticism, a yes. grain of salt, if you will, a grain of salt, if one will. Um, anyway, I, I'm going to listen to that podcast, though, because I want because he looks kind of. Oh, gosh, you're down the conspiracy theory hole I mean, yet again. Just, you got to cover all the bases. <laughs> you got to know what people are saying out there. But all right. Get anyway, a report. The, the notion that um, Megan Kelly's like, you know. Hey, Matt, um, what do you think about doing a show together? That's like, why don't you get him with those two and then get, uh, what's his name from Fox News? Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly and... Uh, and Charlie Rose to be Charlie special correspondents. Yeah, like tonight <laughs> on the worst show in television history. Megan Kelly, Bill O'Reilly, Matt Lauer... That other guy. Charlie Rose. With a little bit of radio theater thrown in from Garrison Keeler. And a special comedy stand-up set from Louis C.K. Who also, by the way, is making a comeback. So is Louis C.K. I know! Ah! So maybe there's something to these stories. I hope not. With Roseanne. Anyone else? Harvey Weinstein. Produced by Harvey Weinstein. I feel like there's a Rocco... We need to put Rocco to work here. There is an award-winning movie... Slash TV series that needs to happen. <laughs> we'll brainstorm during okay. the break. <laughs> hey, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, from uh, imagining the worst possible television show to uh, one of the worst possible lifestyle experts, her name is Gwyneth Paltrow. We got to scoop some goop when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Okay. We'll get to goop in just a moment. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live, doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. Ooh, excuse me. Got a little speechless there in the break. <clears throat> Holly okay. Roberts, I'm Bradley Trainer. Uh, yes, I am fine, and we'll get to the uh, scooping of the goop in just a moment. Um, but I do want to know, Holly, what is your least favorite thing about the holidays? My least favorite thing about the holidays? Yeah. What were we just talking about? Well, I was talking about all the social obligations that <laughs> one has during the holiday season. See, I think this is a valid conversation. Of course it is. Do we want to have it? I feel like we should have Let's this have converse- it. Let's conversation. Let's have the conversation right now. Because everybody is just on the cusp of having this happen in their lives mm-hmm. where they uh, are going to have a lot of obligations from yes. now until the end of the year. Are they not? Yes. So what's, you know, what's chapping your hide per se? Well, oh, thank you. The doctor yeah. is in. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just the general obligation. And on, honestly, Bradley, I had this thought the other day that we're rounding into the end of the year. We're coming into November and then December and we're in full holiday swing. And I'm already pre-tired. I'm pre-tired. Yeah, can we just talk? I think this is, here's what we're going to call this segment. Um, two mostly introverted people who just have to try real hard oh. <laughs> to get through <laughs> We sound poor Sonny's so like y'all are hard. Well, sad. let's have a support group 651 641 1071. 
Sonny, while um, we're waiting for people to make us feel better about ourselves, how do you deal with the holidays? Like, what's the the most? Are you socially in, uh, je- uh, energized by the holidays, or are they tiring? <laughs> They're tiring. Okay, <laughs> the older I get, the older I. I mm. My sister and I laugh about this. We're like, what happened to the days we used to get so excited? I know, because we're on the other end of it. <laughs> yeah, because when you were younger, you didn't have to do any of the planning. You, you were just on the receiving sim- end. Yes, you were on the receiving end. You simply got to you enjoy it. You showed up. Mm-hmm. Grandma made all that food. Mm-hmm. Or your mom. Mm-hmm. Even though you got clothes, somebody gave it to you. And I'm just mad that I didn't appreciate it. Yes, you got the clothes. <laughs> the worst thing you had to do is maybe do some dishes after food. But maybe a probably, dance here and there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Do the holidays energize you or do they drain you? 651-641-1071. Because it's nonstop. I'm a person, Bradley, and I think you probably are the same way, where you like to have a day just to retreat within yourself to recharge. Yeah. yeah. And during the holiday season, that I like to preferably happen. have like two days. <laughs> <laughs> well, me too. But usually it doesn't really happen that yeah. way. But with the holidays, the cookie explosions that we were talking about in the last segment, the the holiday gift giving in the office, then, you know, you oh, have friends. shingles just thinking about it. And then there's it. Thanksgiving. And then also Friendsgiving has now become a thing where you have I, to have Thanksgiving okay. celebrations. Can we talk about this? Okay. So here's the thing about Friendsgiving that drives me nuts like i think it's a great idea every time somebody talks about it i'm like oh i should totally do that That sounds great Um, but i feel like that's something for 20 year olds to do because at my age the thought of like i gotta now plan a separate uh occasion to get together with everyone that's a lot of work and then you end up doing this and i've had this experience before where i'm like okay i'll do it and then you don't get to enjoy it because you spent all that time like planning it and then you get stressed out if you're like me anyway Trying to make it happen, right? Yeah, I felt bad for a moment when somebody was talking about their Friendsgiving. And I felt sad because, well, I'm like, I'm not a person who has Friendsgiving with their friends. But then, Bradley, I'm not in my 20s. And my friends have families. Yeah. And they're doing their own thing. Like, hey, guys, should we do And you're like, well, yeah, no, that's a great idea. Go ahead and plan it. Yeah. Let's go to Sue because apparently we've got some people who are feeling it. Uh, Sue, what did you want to share with us about the holidays? Did you say Sue? Yes, ma'am. Oh, sorry. Okay, great. I don't want to be a a downer. I won't get into my sad story, but like losing my mother made my family fracture. When I was in an office setting um, in my 30s, I um, wished I was as busy as all the people who had lots of plans with large families. Um, The people who are, I know all of Christmas is a huge hassle. I used to feel a lot of pressure um, to put on wonderful Christmases for my kids when they were little. But I just hope that the people who have large families and lots of obligations just take a minute to think about um, people who don't. Oh, yeah, for Um, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Sue. That's such a really good point. Um, And I will say, I have, like, my family does not really do an extended family, or I should say my mother's family um, doesn't do, like, an extended family situation. So I don't have that, like, big family experience jamie's family on his uh uh in his family actually both sides they do the extended family christmases still and i think it's a wonderful thing um it's just doesn't mean that it doesn't make you tired (laughs) (laughs) i mean i go back to the hotel room and i gotta take a nap um but so you know to her point like it's you know it's an embarrassment of riches surely let's go to shelby shelby's on the line what did you want to share with us shelby hi guys hey um so 
My husband's in the military, so we haven't lived close to home in about seven years. And every time we go home, both of our parents are divorced. So we have four families we have to see. Oh, my God. And his family lives three hours away from my family. So we drive about six hours on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day. Oh, my God. And do you have kids? Yes. So it's a lot, clearly. Young kids? Yes. So luckily they sleep in the car, but it's pretty exhausting trying to find places for them to sleep because you don't want to just leave the party at 6 or 7 o'clock. And, um, but like Sue was saying, we are very thankful. Oh, it sure. Is, like you guys are saying, it's, oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's just yeah, a lot. It and it's okay. This is, just, <laughs> this is totally. I'm glad when it's like January 3rd. This is totally a safe space. Thank oh, you, yes. Shelby. Thanks, Shelby. Yeah, again, yeah. it's it's that, of you know, if you are overscheduled, there's an element of gratitude, but still you're tired and you just need to take a nap. Already need to take a nap. Yeah. And don't even get me started. Naps are good People things, who have birthdays during the holiday season, I am you one of them. You are one of them. It is exhausting. It what is tiring. What do you tiring. do? I don't want to do absolutely anything. Do you do birthday. something special for your birthday? Not really. Oh. I mean, I don't even want to. I feel like you should to. do it in like, you know, the summer. Ah, but that's <laughs> even too much. That's too much of a hassle. I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to plan anything for my birthday because I feel like that's kind of tacky. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Let's celebrate me. It's my birthday I mean, month. I like to do that every once in a while, but I will tell you the last time I did that, I did it for my 40th and I was like, okay, so now I just planned a party for all my friends to have fun on my birthday and I was the one that had to like make it all happen. Holiday stress. You all should play ah. a, a party for me. Wow. <laughs> we are the most like obnoxious people right now. No, we're just Hi. saying that the holidays um, make us you know tired. It is? Celebrate my birthday. Let's go to Kathy and let her be the last word. Kathy, hopefully you'll have something far wiser than we did to say. Hi, Kathy. Okay, you're not, hi. You're probably not going to like what I have to say, but wow, wow, wow. I've yeah. worked 30 years of retail and did the holidays. Now talk about a hard thing. You guys got it made. You get to like listen to Christmas music and uh, appreciate it. And it's true. Get to see your people and, and have time to plan. Try to work 50, 60 hours a week. Oh, yeah. Plus do all your holiday stuff. So, so oh, it's, a tiring time, it's a tiring time of year then for no, you. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Kathy, Correct. you are the unsung hero of the holiday season, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I mean, it's true, though. We don't have it hard at all. We sit here and, and complain about stuff on the radio. Um, that said, I remember working retail. Oof. Yeah. Uh, w- uh, I yeah. am so grateful Worked to not retail. be working retail during the holiday season. Worked All at y'all, a, mm-hmm. if I see you, I'm going to buy you a cup of coffee. That's right. You might want to remind me that I said that because I'll probably forget. <laughs> or but, a shot. Or yeah. a shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you. We should just like travel around with like... Uh, <laughs> Coffee and booze. Coffee, cigarettes. All right. Um, well, find us out in public. Maybe we'll give you some. Anyway, no, thank you for everyone who called and letting us bitch about the holidays. Now, when we come back, ooh, here's a fun conversation. We're going to talk food comas. What's your favorite food to food coma? We got some science behind it and why it's a real thing when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Everything. Charlie, neighborhood of make believe. Entertainment. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. 
you can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.